Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to go against Erling Haaland with the armband. You've got to ditch your Man United midfielders. And why I'm buying a player at Aston Villa, not named Ollie Watkins. Welcome to the Gianni Batici Show. Hope you guys are well. This is your Game Week 8 preview and we've got loads to get through today, so don't go anywhere. But first, let's just touch on how I got on in Game Week 7 and what my early thoughts are for Game Week 8. So... Fair few blanks game week seven. It wasn't a high scoring game week. It wasn't a great game week. I made the error. I didn't go Morris. I didn't practice what I preached. I told you all last week, Morris is likely to be my forward in. And I ended up going Darwin because I wanted that flexibility over when I wildcard. And I knew Morris shoehorned me into an early wildcard. Um, my plans are still open on that. Um, returners. Returners in game week seven, however, Colwell, thank you very much. Son, Saka, Trippier has had 38 points in the last three game weeks. What a player he's becoming in FPL again this season. So look, I'm fairly happy and my early thoughts are with this team, Cavardiol needs to go. It's Willy won't he every week, isn't it? Um, and the City fixtures are tough. The City fixtures are really tough. So we've got a fair few defenders I like the look of. I like the look of uh, Palace, Defenders, West Ham defenders, Spurs defenders. Um, but I think I'm going in the direction of Matty Cash and Aston Villa. And this is why. So let's have a look at Aston Villa because, look, they've been super impressive, haven't they? The victory against Brighton was big. Um, and there's loads of FPL interest at Villa now. And if you're wildcarding, you're going double, if not triple Villa. Because when we look at that ticker from Fantasy Football Scout, and I filtered this for like the next six game weeks, Aston Villa, Spurs, Right at the top there. Palace are high as well. Um, Wolves too. But Aston Villa defenders give you something that some of the other defenders from the other teams don't give you. And that's a huge amount of attacking threat. So Crystal Palace fullbacks, for example, you're not going to get much out of them, right? The ceiling feels like a six-pointer. Spurs, Adoji and Cash, you've got lots of options. Adoji and Porro give you some attacking returns. But Matty Cash has had a higher expected goal involvement than any other defender this season so far. By a country mile. It ain't even close. Sure, players like Trippier are up there. But Cash is top of those charts. And when we look at Aston Villa as a team, and we look at their attack and we look at their defence, well, as a team attacking-wise, they have clocked the sixth highest expected goals so far this season. So again, they're in the top, they're in the top echelons, if you like, of teams that attack. Uh, they're fifth for shots on target. So again, top five, top six for some good attacking metrics. Defensively, they're third, third for shots conceded. Um, only City and Arsenal have conceded fewer shots than them. 
So again, we like them for attack and defence. And when we look at their average position map, this is taken from the Chelsea game, a, a good away win at Chelsea the other day, a couple of weeks ago. Just want to show you the Aston Villa shape and how Emery sets up. So it is a 4-3-3, right? Um, but it's it's an interesting 4-3-3. So whilst it's a back four and Matty Cash is playing right back, often when Villa have the ball, one of the midfielders, Kamara, you can see their number 44, he drops really deep, almost into a back three. And Dean and Cash are allowed to bomb on. Cash, we can see their number two on the halfway line. He gets forward. He's John McGinn, their number seven, pretty much similar average position. Um, depending on who's playing, you sometimes see uh, Zaniolo on the left and on the right, Diaby, but narrow. Or sometimes it's a complete front two with Diaby and Watkins. Regardless, that right-hand side is pretty much Matty Cash's. And there's no out-and-out -out right winger, which means that that side of the pitch is his. And when we look at the fixtures, as mentioned, we really like the Aston Villa run. So when I look at Aston Villa players, I look at the form, I look at the fixtures, I look at the price of the players and see someone like Matty Cash is 4.9 million. Matty Cash, who used to be a right winger, yeah, playing in a, as a defender, we like that. Um, there's options all over the place. So sure, I would love Ollie Watkins. Can I reach him this week? Probably not. Best best performing uh, player of the game week, game week seven, but best performing forward so far this season, Ollie Watkins, by the way. Yeah. Um, I'd love Diaby. At the moment, I can't quite get there, but Diaby should be on all our radars because he's a good, good price for what, the, what you get. He's playing up front, right? Uh, Matty Cash, the standout defender, but Moreno will be back soon. And when Moreno's back, it'll be between Moreno and Dean on the left-hand side. So I'm put off, therefore, by Dean. And interestingly enough, I think Moreno could be the number one fullback um, and actually have even bigger upside than Matty Cash. But for the time being, whilst he's out and Cash is in, I'm happy there. But I do have eyes on Moreno. I've also got eyes on Zaniolo because he's so, so cheap. Emery likes Zaniolo and he's getting game time with Wendy out injured and he doesn't really fancy Leon Bailey. Um, so there's good options there at Aston Villa. And I think, if, as I mentioned, if you're on wildcard, you're absolutely backing them, right? So my transfer in is likely to be a Villa player uh, this week. And when we look directly at the fixtures, it's a tough derby for them away at Wolves. Then they're at home against West Ham and Luton. Two good home games there. Then they go to Forest on the road. And then it's Fulham at home again. Fulham at home and Luton at home are two of the best fixtures you could wish for. And they're coming up in the next five for Aston Villa. Guys, you'll know that I play fantasy games, um, FPL, and I play Serie A fantasy. And I play So Rare now too. And I'm really enjoying it. If you want to give another fantasy game a go, then check out So Rare. They're the official partner now with the Premier League. So definitely a game that's going to be around for a very long time. And you've seen So Rare in some of the American sports. Well, it's here now in British soccer as well. So enjoy uh, giving it a go. If you fancy it, there's a link in the description. Let's talk about Man United mids. Because Man United mids, for some reason, are still in everyone's team. I think Rashford's around 25 to 30% owned and Bruno's about 20% owned. Guys, they're not putting up good enough numbers, are they? How are so many good FPL managers still holding double Man United midfield? The fixtures, I hear you say. Fixtures are only good if your team's good. So, sure, Palace at home was a good fixture. But Man United aren't a good team at the moment. Therefore, Palace beat them. And coming up, Brentford go to Old Trafford. That's a good fixture on paper, is it? Well, apparently so. 
I don't see United... If they win that game, I don't see him winning that game by much, right? So if you own Bruno and if you own Rashford, if you own both of them, please sell one this game week because there's players like Son and Madison who have Luton who you could definitely jump on. And if you have double Man United mids, you're probably missing out on the Spurs boys or Saka or Diaby or whoever, right? So if you just have one Man United mid, I'm not telling you to sell them. I'm not telling you guys how to run your teams. Like... You could say the underlying numbers have been good enough to keep your Man United mid. But if you own both of them, please sell. And look, the best thing I did this season was ditching my Man United mid, Rashford, game week three, four, whenever I did. I'm so glad I did because it's been really underwhelming. So far for FPL points, do you know where they rank in terms of midfielders? Just midfielders. Now, bearing in mind they're two of the expensive midfielders in the game. Bruno is 16th. Rashford is 25th. 25th. You can't spend that sort of money on players that are 16th and 25th in their position. So let me give you some players that have outperformed both of these guys, right? In above Bruno, in 15th and above for FPL points, Douglas Louise, James Ward-Prowse, Anthony Gordon, Foden, Neto, Jensen, all have more points than both those Man United mids. They cost pennies and they're in no one's teams. Um, run over, <laughs> run over. I'm waiting for the comments now. You guys, you United fans are going to have me, aren't you? I've got a couple of midfielders on my watch list that I genuinely do like. So do take note. Um, starting to score goals and look really good now. Jarrod Bowen, like West Ham have got an unbelievable run of fixtures. Um, and Bowen, we, we've seen it, haven't we? We've seen it in years gone by. The talisman for West Ham. He's not that wide and he's always the highest man on the pitch. Um, we like Jared Bowen. He's fairly central and the fixtures are good. Like it's Newcastle, Villa, Everton, Brentford, Forest, Burnley. It's a good run. Neto is another one I really like. Guys, Neto's not going to be long. He's not going to be at Wolves long. If they keep him in January, they've done well. But he'll be gone in the summer, won't he? And Wolves, good fixtures again. Like right at the top of the ticker. Um, when I saw Neto against Man City at the weekend, I was like, Pep's going to go buy him, isn't he? I think Neto is perfect sort of option for, for the right-hand side for Pep. But yeah, interesting one to monitor. He's super cheap in FPL. Make the most of him being this price. So Bowen and Neto, two players I like. Probably not going to make it into my team unless I wildcard. And wildcard is still very much on my radar. Whether I go um, during the international break of eight to nine, I'm not sure yet. And I'll be committing to that next week. But in prep for that, I'm going to put together a wildcard show in the next day or two on this channel. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to put together a draft with Salah and without Salah. And I think my without Salah team might look fairly similar to my actual team. And therefore, wildcard might not be needed till later on in the season. So let's have a look. Obviously, we've got to spend our first wildcard by game week 19. But that's still a lot of football to be played between now and then. Let's talk captaincy, though. For game week eight, because we this is going to be a this is a week where not the world and their dog will captain Erling Haaland. Because on paper, Arsenal away is the toughest fixture on paper that Haaland should face all season. So do we give him the armband? No, I don't think we do. So let's look at the options, and I'm going to rank them. Right. So I'm going to rank some of the big name options so far. What I'm thinking, and then I'm going to reveal their average score against that opponent. Right. In the Premier League. Now, for Son and Madison, for example, they haven't played Luton four times, so I can't take an average there. But I can take an average versus newly promoted teams. So, I'm going to rank them at number one Son and two Madison. They are the two best captaincy options for me this 
game week. Now, the Son injury is a little bit is a little bit of a niggle in the back of my mind is, yeah, I'm sure he starts versus Luton, but Son is coming off a lot of 70, 80 minutes, isn't he? Madison gives us the 90-minute appeal, so I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that we go Son this week. I think Madison, for that 90-minute appeal, and again, what Ange says in his press conference on Son's injury is worth noting, absolutely worth noting. I'm sure both these guys start, but I'm not confident of Son getting 90. And when I'm giving the guy the armband, I want 90 minutes. Interestingly enough, only FPL has been sorting me out with um, some, some numbers here. Son, he's good against new promoted teams. Averages 6.83. Um, Madison averages 5.33. Um, Harland, I'm going to go third. I know the fixture's tough. But Harlan can go and score a hat-trick against anyone at any day. And therefore, I still don't hate that as an option. I just think the Spurs guys are better. Um, he averages five FPL points when he plays Arsenal. Salah, I'm going to go for next at fourth because I just it's Mo Salah. Penalty appeal. He's a creator this season and therefore he's good in the bonus points too. Watkins has Wolves away just because Watkins is a streaky player. He averages four points against Wolves. Not great. Um... But I do think Aston Villa win that football match. And then I'm going to go Bruno, who's playing better than Rashford. Uh, averages five points against Brentford. And then I'm going to round off with Saka at the very bottom. I wouldn't be backing an Arsenal player against Man City, I don't think. We even don't know Saka's got pens because he keeps giving them to Havertz and giving them to Odegaard. Um, so there we have captaincy. I think I'll be going Son this week, but I could go Madison. Almost certainly, guys. I'm going for a Spurs player. Now, many will go, oh, it's the low block against Luton. They'll struggle to get in behind. If they score early, and they absolutely can, it could be a rout. I am backing Spurs big again this game week. Guys, let me know what you think to today's show. If you fancy dropping a comment, that'd be awesome. And if you fancy joining my WhatsApp group, I'd love that. Um, you can become a member. There's a link in the description. You just click join on this page, and you can become a member and join my WhatsApp group. You can be a squad a member or an ultras member. Uh, loads of videos planned this week. Stay tuned for my team selection and that wildcard special. I'll see you very soon. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.